Hello and welcome to another episode of the Art of Blooming podcast with your hosts, Daniela and Maria. So we just finished recording the woo-woo-est episode that we've <laughs> ever done. And yeah. ugh, you guys, I you're you're not like, ready for it. You're not but ready. Maybe for you it. are. Maybe you are. Maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's your the thing. soul brought you it. Yeah. to this episode for a reason because Daniela and I were shooketh to the core. Mm-hmm. Today's guest is my special friend who is a psychic medium, also astrologer. She also does human design. She is an intuition leader. She teaches you how to develop and hone your own intuition. She has so many offerings. She does it all. She is the spirit sis, Miss Steffi Hill. And you guys are going to be shooketh with us because we went there into the ether, didn't we, Daniela? Oh my God. And it's like, it starts right away. And I don't want to keep you guys from it. Like just sit back, enjoy the crazy and just, you know, messages after. Okay. So before we, (laughs) I'm sure you guys can talk about what happened because we've had issues. And a lot of times when I have issues with technology, it's because spirits close. And before I hopped on the call, I grounded and I've just been feeling a little sick. So I wasn't sure if anything was going to come through because a lot of times my my sessions are spirit-led. And so I felt this like motherly type energy step forward. And I was like, I have a feeling it's for Daniela. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, it's a it's a maternal grandmother. You confirmed, yes, your grandmother has yes. passed. And then I just asked if she had um, issues with like her brain or brain disorder or dementia. And you said she had suffered a stroke. Yes, she suffered a stroke and she survived it. Like she she lived for like an extra 12 years. Um, But of course, like she couldn't move. We had to like fully take care of her. It was like this whole thing, like our whole family dynamic revolved around her. And she was very woo-woo and very spiritual. And like, I still have her crystals. It's, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what's funny too? I feel that her energy is like, um, well, the first thing she said to me was like, oh my gosh, I hope they don't think of me in that way. Like, because I think before that whole happened, like she was kind of a little bit of like a, like a spunky person. Like she was actually kind of loud um, to me. Like she came forward like, what's up? I'm here. So that's why I kind of feel that way. But she made me feel like um, who I was at that time. Like she kept on like pointing at like my brain and like the pressure in my brain. And she's like, that's not who I am. And and don't define me by like those last couple oh, of years. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, yeah, it's something that I've had to work through and like, and that I've felt very sad about because as a kid, right? Like I didn't get to know her before her stroke. Mm. And it's something that like, I've always like lamented because apparently like I actually like physically look like her when she was younger. And like we would have so many things to talk about because she was, you know, like new age, like metaphysical, like before it was like manifestation, like all of that. Like she was very into that. And I don't know. It's just, I've always felt like a, like felt like a special connection with her. And now that she's like yes. not here, like even more so. Oh, she's here. Oh uh, yeah. I know <laughs> she is. Like she's the number one person I call on. Like I'm like, grandma. 
That's probably, did you ask her to step forward today? I thought of it, but I didn't want, like, I didn't ask her. That's interesting. Her aura is like very pink on the other side. I don't know if she was pink in real life, but she's, she really does like her things, like very girly. Yes. Um, <laughs> always like had her hair done or, mm-hmm. or just like kind of, yeah. Wow, okay, that's, that's totally, that's she's like, I still look good on the other side. That's, that's so yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love this yeah, shit. Yeah, she was like, always had like, a, she was showing me like different color, like lipsticks and her mm-hmm. hair. and But it was more so like her spirit, her charisma would come through and she was just really like proud of who she was and she's still proud on the other side if anything she's like I look better now I, I'm I have goosebumps like that sounds exactly like my grandma this yeah. is so yeah, yeah. cool I love when this shit happens mm-hmm. yeah and it's like I wasn't planning on this at all have you been thinking about I mean I know you're hosting this but have you like thought about doing journalism in the past <laughs> well, it was it was a career that interested me when I was, you know. She's saying like, oh, I see her doing like news reporting or you did a little more serious reporting, yeah? When I when I first started in like college, well, before she passed, I was interviewing people in the streets as like a class. Oh, that's, so that's what she's referencing. Yeah. Okay, so that's why she wants you to know like it's her. So she's saying like, oh, I used to watch her do the news reporting. Oh my God. This is so cute. <laughs> but she's like, my little journalist. Yeah, but she's like, she's always been a star like, talking about you. Oh, my heart. Yeah. My heart just cracked. <laughs> she also talks to you through specifically rose quartz. Uh, so she keeps bringing up pink, pink things. So did she move in bruise quartz? Oh, or rose quartz? Like, okay. Yeah, like she left rose quartz. She left a lot of stones. And I've always felt drawn to rose quartz. Like I I have one in my necklace. I have one on my arm. Wow. Okay. What else? Yeah. <laughs> what else? Um, she's referencing also, I don't know if you've been having like, or maybe this is for you, Brian, I don't know, but someone's having like upper stomach issues, but it's mostly anxiety. Yes. <laughs> it's like an anxious, okay. And it's like laying in like your, above your belly button. Yes. Okay. Yeah. She's just saying like, to just take deep belly breaths and just relax. Like you're having a lot of anxiousness that's like Stored really there. resonating in your upper stomach. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And it's like trapped energy. Because mm-hmm. I feel like once you get that energy out and, and in a creative way, because this is really close to your sacral, right? So it has a lot to do with like your passion and fire. So she's saying like, just go after what you want and don't be nervous. Like just deep dive, do it. She's like, I would do it. Wow. <laughs> Wow, this this is so unexpected. Like I was, <laughs> I know. I'm like, Same for me. I did not think at all. But of course, of course, you would come in. Like I'm not certain. This is like it was unexpected, but I'm not surprised because again, she she's like that. You know, she does that sort of thing, and I feel like yeah. I'm the only grandchild that she can like communicate with. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, she's really proud of you. Really, really proud of you. And yeah. <laughs> and she's with you all the time. She says call upon her more even. Because I think she she know, knows and feels when you're thinking of her, mm-hmm. even though you don't verbally say it. But she's saying like, use me, I'm here. Oh she's God. like a really strong guide for you. Of course she is. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, I'm getting emotional. She's not even my grandma. Like I'm, I'm yeah. like the goosebumps are real, guys. Like this is really crazy. <laughs> That's so cool. I, and she is, she is bringing up 
Kathy again. So I think it actually is someone who's passed who's with her. So ask your, this usually comes like later, mm-hmm. ask your mom or friends, but she's like with a Kathy or is referencing a Kathy, Kathleen or Kathy. I have no clue. It'll make sense later. It'll, this always comes. Yeah, I'll, I'll you know, have to ask. Clients will always text me and be like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What a way to start the session. Yeah. Wow. So hi, yeah. guys. Grandma <laughs> coming in strong. We have a second guest here. Yeah. Hi, <laughs> hi Lala. Um, anyway. Is that what you call so, her? Yeah, I call Lala? her Lala. Aww. Yeah. So sweet. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, so wow. So we got a taste of what it's like to be a medium. That was like <laughs> wow. number one question we had for you. Steph. Yeah, like, Steffi. Wow. Just like, <laughs> I mean, we definitely want to hear more about your background, but yes. I've just been thinking about you so much during this crazy time to be alive and being a psychic with everything that's happening in the world. How are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) No one's ever asked me that. (laughs) So sweet. It has been up and down. I think at the beginning of the pandemic, I truly wanted to hold space for people as much as I can. And I was busy. And my health started to suffer. You know, I started to get, you know, little things here and there. And then I was hospitalized last October and I'm working through that still. So I realized I had to take a little bit of a step back, have better boundaries with spirit, which has always been a life lesson for me. Because, you know, I used to confront people in the grocery stores and be like, your mom and dad are here. I know they died of ulcers. And they're like, oh my gosh, last week. You know, that happens all the time. Wow. Wow. So now that people come to me for services, I still have to balance and protect and find a way. As you both saw, Mm -hmm. we had a lot of technical issues because spirit wanted to come. Your grandmother could not wait a single second until we started recording. Yeah, It was like right when we pressed record, she was like, I'm here. Is my mic on? (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Crazy shit. Exactly. But yeah, it's been interesting to say the least. I'm obviously super grateful for every single person, including you, Mariah, like us connecting right before the pandemic and Mm -hmm. my clients are amazing. But yeah, it's been an interesting journey being an uh, empath and a sponge, a psychic sponge during this really difficult time. And how do you set boundaries with spirit? Like how does that, how does that work? It has a lot to do with energetic protection with like imagining a white shield. I smoke cleanse, you know, if I do incense or uh, candle smoke or sage, if it's ethically sourced. Uh, So I'll make sure to protect myself as much as possible. But honestly, it's more of a firm boundary with me saying, hey, I'm trying to record a podcast and I really can't have you bothering me right now. So can you come and talk to me later? Because like, I can't deal with the OS. Right. And like when I went to Europe, you know, there's lots of, lots of spirit energy in Europe and ghosts. And I have really good boundaries with ghosts. I, I developed that really early in my mediumship. But with other spirit, you know, I just have to say, hey, like I'm out to dinner or I'm enjoying something. Can you come back later? And most always they're very respectful of the boundary. Wow. wow. Okay. I have so many questions. Okay. So like, I wanted to start from the <laughs> beginning. Like- Yeah. So when did this all start? Like, did you always have this? Um, How did you discover it? Like, I'm just so curious. Yes. So I've always had mediumship abilities, if I knew it or not. You know, my parents were really 
freaked out by me growing up because I would say things or, you know, grandma's here, grandpa's, you know, people I never had met before. So I grew up in Michigan, like a suburb in Michigan. So not a lot of woo-woo going on over there. So (laughs) it was definitely interesting because I shoved down my intuition as much as possible, but I just knew things about people. I knew things about you know, future events or past events, you know, things that I would have no knowledge of. And this was like before Google, (laughs) the real science test, right? Um, (laughs) Because people on TikTok accuse me all the time of Googling people. I'm like, why would I do that? (laughs) Like, I don't have time. Anyway, anyway, that's a whole nother. Um, So when I was around 14, I realized that I had a gift because there was a spirit that visited me every single night. And I started to ask her questions and started to realize that she was coming to me because she needed help crossing over. And I worked with her for, I think it was like two to three weeks, and I ended up successfully crossing her over. And after that, I, without a doubt, knew I had something that I needed to explore. And then when I turned 18, I was getting a palm reading done at like my all night party. Did you both have all night yes. parties? Like senior all yes. night parties? It was the best. <laughs> yeah, it's like so fun. But I someone did. was giving me a palm reading. Oh, but still, but like I've gotten palm readings in like random malls. So I get okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> Same vibe. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she was giving me a palm reading. And as much as I really honored her energy, I was thinking in my head, like, I could do better than that. Um, <laughs> but I think it was more so I was really curious with what she was telling me and I really wanted to learn. So right. I started learning palmistry. And then when I was you know, at Michigan State, my freshman year, I started asking people in parties or in grocery stores or anywhere. I'm like, can I read your palm? Which is like so intrusive, but <laughs> I was super confident at that time. And so they'd give me their palm. And the second I started looking at their hands, I would start channeling, but I didn't know that. The palm was like a crutch for me. Right. So I would say things like, oh yeah. And then you, your parents got divorced at five and then your grandmother died when you were 10 and this and that. And they'd be like, how do you know that from my palm? <laughs> wow. That's and wild. then, yeah, eventually I took the palm away and realized I'd I was actually channeling, but it took it took a little bit of time to feel confident. So did you meet anybody to kind of help like guide you like around that time? Did you have any kind of a mentor guide? You just figured it out all on your own? I didn't, but Teresa Caputo, Long Island Medium was, uh, you know, on air at that time. And I watched it religiously and I just really related to her because she had so much anxiety and she talked about it very openly. And uh, I have I was someone that always had anxiety and hypochondria. And I realized because I was picking up on people's deaths and I didn't realize it, you know, I'd get in the car and be like, <gasps> like I can't breathe. And then I would pass by like a memorial site where that car crashed, right? But I wasn't realizing I was picking up on spirit. I thought wow. that I was just super hypochondriac, you know? Oh and Teresa Caputo is the one that kind of normalized that because she talked about that on her show. And I was reading books from mediums and things like that, but it was closeted. You know, I would get the book at the library and go home and read it in secret and then return it immediately. So I wasn't really open with it. And when did you finally come out in the open? I think when I moved to LA, I was 24 when I moved to LA and I worked at a restaurant in Santa Monica. It was super busy. And oh my gosh, you can't ignore spirit 
in Hollywood or anywhere in LA. It was like, wow, there's more concentration of people. And I had a fresh slate. I could be who I was. And California is a little more open. Mm. So I just started reading people all the time and never stopped. (laughs) Wow. And I ended up meeting Teresa Caputo and I was actually going to potentially at one point like travel with her. Um, no so way. she knew I was a medium and we talked and it was like a very full circle moment. That's so beautiful. That's like, oh my God, like your childhood dream. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and what's crazy is I saw her do this big group reading and afterwards we had the meet and greet. The the way I like met her was actually incredible. Um, let me back up a little bit. I was reading for uh, one of the managers in my restaurant, you know, it was a slow night and she came up to me and I just said to her, I was like, you have a part of you that's missing. I feel like you had a twin sister, but she's passed. And she like stopped and she's like, I've never told anyone that, you know, she died when I was five. Wow. It was really traumatic. And so she started crying, like went into the back of the restaurant and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get fired. <laughs> and she oh came back God. and she's like, you need to meet someone. I said, sure. She goes, my best friend is Teresa Capito's talent manager. And within a day, I was at her event and we're hugging. (laughs) What? That's amazing. Can't make this stuff up. Wow. Talk about like destiny, you know? Absolute destiny. Yeah. It's like, and okay. So like, I have more questions. So... (laughs) So, so it's like so Let's talk basically. Woo-woo. So basically, for for you, right? Like you mentioned that you have like visions of the past, visions of the future. Did you like? Could you could you see vision of the future and past like for yourself, or is this something that you can only see for everyone else? That is the hardest thing. Absolutely not. I cannot channel for myself, and that's why people are like, "Why did you get you know a." ticket. Why do you get pulled over? It's like, you think that I came to earth, like just knowing everything that wouldn't be fun. Right. So it sucks. And I'm in all these like, you know, relationships with these like F boys, you know, (laughs) my friends are like, you're a psychic. I was like, I know, but I'm (laughs) immune to like (laughs) douchery apparently. Oh my my God. Wait. Okay. So it just sounds, it sounds so difficult, Steffi. Like I can't imagine like just hearing how you describe like communicating with ghosts and helping them cross over like that sounds so draining and a bit frightening like were you terrified at first and yes i i have anxiety i'm a person that just has always had uh mental health stuff going on probably because it was hard to discern what was my intuition and, and what was anxiety, right? That's the question mm-hmm. of my lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's why we need to bring awareness and talk about it yeah. because I think as women, we kind of shove that down a lot. And when we really receive information, how powerful can we really be if we really shared our truth? Yeah, it's layered. <laughs> so how do you or because I know you teach a lot about intuition and how to hone your intuition. Mm-hmm. How do you discern that? And like, what are your main practices? So because there's a lot of mental energy happening, this is actually where you receive information is through your third eye and your crown chakra. But what people don't realize is your chakras start at the base of your spine, your root. 
So if your root isn't grounded, you're not going to get any information here. So when I realized, oh my gosh, I need to slow down. I need to breathe. I need to meditate. I need to put my feet in the earth, put my spine on the ground and really truly feel what it feels like to be here on earth because I'm already, I already have one foot in the spirit realm, (laughs) right? So sometimes that's why the anxiety comes because I can intuit something. But when I'm grounded and I'm here and I'm present, that actually makes my intuition so much smoother. Mm -hmm. So you've really had to learn how to be in your body and to give your body what it needs and to listen to it. Yes. Like nourishment in Mm -hmm. a lot of ways. So that's what, when people are saying, oh, I can't listen to my intuition and I'm this and I'm that. And I see them spiraling, go outside and just slow down. Look at the trees, (laughs) feel the grass, hear your breath. It's that simple when you're, when you're feeling a little swirly with energy, just to reconnect to yourself in a moment. And it doesn't have to be a whole sit down meditation, even though that's great. It can just be a moment of hand on your heart, hand on your belly, and just feel yourself breathing. And that can easily open up spirit to come through because they can't communicate with you when you are spiraling. Easier said than done. Okay. So does that make sense? It does make sense. Yeah. Yes. And it's so interesting, the idea of like, is it my anxiety or my intuition? Mm -hmm. I actually never even thought about that before. And Daniela, you seem to. Oh, I've thought about it a lot. Struggle with that. (laughs) I've thought about it a lot. Because it, the voice is like, from what I've, because I've had anxiety since I was like 14. And like, and it, and what was really crazy about what you were saying, um, Steffi, about like me feeling the anxiety in the pit of my stomach is that it's 100% true. Like I've always felt my anxiety there and it's always made me like lose my appetite or even get to a point of like, when it was really bad of have of having so much nausea that like I would throw up. Like it was, it was that bad. But like, with that being said, like what I've found is that when I'm getting a download or when I'm feeling like inspiration or like when the message is very clear, it's usually not a, it does not come with like feelings of unease. Like even if it's not like a a great thing, you know, like he's cheating on you. Like it comes with like, it's just like a knowing, like no emotions attached. Whereas anxiety, anxiety, like anxious thoughts of like, this roof is going to fall on my, on my head. It comes with like frenzy. It's like a, it it feels, it's like a different flavor, you know, but it Mm. takes, you nailed it. It takes some time to really like be like, oh, this is what anxiety tastes and smells like. Right. And this is inner knowing. And I don't feel like I'm an expert yet. Like I, I feel like sometimes we know things and we just decide not to know them. We're like, okay, I'm going to ignore that. Boy. And you like continue on with your life. Um, and you just decide to be like, it was anxiety. It was not me. You know, um, we like gaslight ourselves, but that's been my experience with like what it is. No, totally. Because fear is a feeling. Yes. And intuition subtle and it just comes through and it's not it do, it's not attached to fear or feeling just exactly like you described and that's what I tell people too if all of a sudden you get this oh my gosh I don't want to go on this plane and, I, and there's so many plane crashes and this and this and that it's and, I, and you're and you're building up it's anxiety yeah but this but if you're walking onto a plane and you put your left foot 
you know, on and you instantly hear, get off the plane. Trust me, you'll get off the plane. Yeah. But it's, it's, that's an extreme example. It, it, it's, <laughs> but, that's a scary I mean. ass shit example. But, um, like, <laughs> I'm like, that's how my brain works. Yeah. I'm like, okay. But it's, it's really hard. Like, I, for example, when I was in May, when I was in, at Mariah's place saying, I got like convinced that I had a blood clot in my leg. <laughs> and of course, I did not have a blood clot in my leg. But like, I just, I, I looped on it and I looped on it. And like, looking back, of course, it was me being a little bit hypochondriac you know? But, like, the thing is that you just have to, like, get better and better at being, like, this is anxiety. This is not my intuition. Or this is intuition. Or, you know, it's, like, I just think that you have to be in, like, the in like a prime mental state to really, like, figure these two out. And that's where I think having friends and people around you that are, like, love you is the most important part because I don't know. I think that the anxious mind is just, it's hard. I'm just going to leave it at mm. that. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh. Okay. I think I can wrap my mind around that. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like for me, I've always wanted to connect with spirit. And I think we can maybe backtrack and talk about like, these terms, <laughs> like what is spirit, what is a ghost and what is like psychic medium, mediumship and how do they all come together? But I feel like I know I'm an intuitive person and I want to hear messages or at least like when I first started getting into spirituality after like leaving religion and Christianity and I feel like I always had a connection with God, spirit, angels because from gosh as young as I could talk I was praying and I prayed every single night with my mom in bed and I was like very diligent with it and that's something that you know I kind of took a break from as we do when we explore you know high school years early 20s trying to figure out all that stuff we kind of at least I did break away from a lot of it and now that I've come back to this new relationship with spirit and it being so much more vast than what it was just connecting with Jesus, God, the Holy Trinity. (laughs) Now it's just like a whole new universe, right? Like it's endless. And um, I'm still trying to find the right words to describe this, like how I feel like I receive messages. Sometimes I'm like, is it just my higher self? is my higher self spirit? Is my higher self God? Like I, I'm figuring it out and I would love to just like hear your experience, Steffi, or any insight you have on that and kind of like differentiating all those terms and the spirit realm. <laughs> like Yes. And to speak on your point, that's a very logical thought and spirit and intuition is not necessarily logical. And when you're overthinking these phrases, which is what we've been conditioned to believe, especially if you grew up in religion, same same with me, you believe that you are only supposed to pray to this person or this, you know, God in the sky, which I still think can help a lot of people and if you still have a connection to God, you absolutely should. But there's so many more 
entities that you can pray to and feel into. So if I were to label it, which I don't like to, because when I get hits from intuition, I don't necessarily know if it's my pathway loved one. Well, yeah, I, I, I have a feeling, but or if it's my spirit guides or if it's my angels. And honestly, I'm okay with any information at all. Right. <laughs> so it's like, I don't, it's like, don't kill the messenger. I'm like, you know, just, just give it to me. Yeah. Um, but when you get messages, it could be angel numbers or it can be, you know, a butterfly or something like that. You can feel free to ask, is this, is this you, grandma? <laughs> or spirit guides, is this you? Or is this my angels? And then feel your physical body, what that feels like every single time. Because you might realize there's a theme. Maybe when you see angel numbers, you feel an angelic presence. Maybe if you see a butterfly, you know that's grandma. Um, Maybe if you hear a song, you might know that's your spirit guide trying to nudge you along. So anyway, it's hard for me to want to label, (laughs) like, who are we talking to? Because I think there's so much more than we can understand. It's more so frequency. And ghosts, that is something that is definitely different energy because it's in this plane. And it's a little more, in my opinion, of a lower frequency. And so whenever I've seen ghosts in my life, it's mostly because I am in a lower frequency state. Mm. Okay. So the key is to kind of attune yourself to the frequency. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Oh, (laughs) yeah, it does. Yes. It makes a lot of sense. And I think... The reason I ask that question is because I think, you know, we're so conditioned, as you said, language to understand things through language. And so when I'm trying to develop a relationship with spirit guide, like my spirit guides, universal energy, it helps to know those words to kind of like feel into the energy and then have Mm -hmm. that like in the file cabinet. And that's so common, Mariah. Like a lot of my clients will say, what's my spirit guide's name? I want to know their Mm -hmm. name. And I was like, first, let's just get the connection going. It's kind of like jumping into bed with someone you just met, (laughs) which is totally (laughs) fine. And I've done it. Everyone's done it, you know? (laughs) And it feels great to do that. But then you're like, wait, I'm missing. Let's backtrack. I'm missing a connection here. (laughs) So think about your connection with your angels and your guides. I mean, they've known you your whole life, but you're just starting to know them. So Take your time. There's no limit <laughs> or time. You know, time is not linear on this planet, right? So just take your time getting to know what the messages are and how you feel when you receive them. And don't use your logical brain to discern that. Just pay attention to how you feel. Okay. And I feel like that's been the biggest thing that I've been focusing on is like subtle energy because totally. I've just been starting to like really feel into what energy feels like because you can feel it and you can create it and you can like call upon it. And so now that I've been doing certain practices where I'm like very much in my body and I can like activate energy, I'll just like lay there in meditation and then I'll start like trying to connect with spirit and then feeling into like every sensation, whether it's an emotion like a rush of thoughts, like a, almost like a spiral of thoughts. Like for me, it's like I get like one little ping. And then when I latch onto that ping, it's just like, whoa, it's like, I feel like this rush and it's like fast forward, like all of this information. And I'm just like, okay, wait, I need to like, this needs to be slower for me to understand. And so I think I'm 
just in the early stages of really differentiating like what spirit sounds like. And Mm -hmm. is it my logical brain or is it my intuition? 10 times out of 10, it's my intuition. But as Daniela said, we we gaslight ourselves. Uh And I think that's why we don't feel like we are intuitive is because we've just constantly been taught to discredit our like gut instincts. Mm-hmm. And like Mariah, you, I've known you, I was it, over two years now, almost three, right? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, yeah, almost three years. And you've worked so much. You are always trying to discover new parts about yourself and your psyche. And you're one of the hardest per hardest working people spiritually that I know. And so seeing that growth in you over the years has been such a warmness to my heart, has brought Mm -hmm. so much warmness to my heart. And that's kind of how you start uncovering. It's like getting rid of that muck and all of that stuff that has held you back because then it opens up so much more communication with spirit and opens up your soul. Like This is why you're here Mm -hmm. to be a spiritual person. Mm, Thank you, Steffi. It's so nice to like have someone who can see that because, you know, I can be so in it that I don't necessarily see that in myself all the time. And I really, from the beginning of this whole self-discovery, connecting with the spiritual aspects of myself, always knew that I came here to do something in the spirit realm and to be very, very tapped in spiritually. It was so frustrating because in the last five years of that pursuit, I felt like I was comparing myself to psychics, to people who like can communicate directly because I always thought that's what I was supposed to do. And so when I wasn't having the experiences that people who were like channelers were experiencing, I was so frustrated with myself. And I was like, okay, you're not trying hard enough. And I kept trying harder and harder. And I think that's why you said like, you've picked up on that hardworking energy in me because I've been like so determined to communicate with spirit in a specific way that I feel like I was completely missing this whole part of me, which is something I'm finally starting to like be more open up to. And I think this is a good segue into another part of this conversation is that we all communicate and we all receive messages differently and we all have different psychic senses. And I think mine is more of like feeling very connected to sound and to frequency. And so when I can go back to like a memory from childhood Um, If I hear a sound or music or even a smell, I can be taken right back to that and feel like I'm in that place again. But for the most part, like I don't consider myself having great memory. Like if I'm trying to use my brain and like go back and think about things, it's not going to work. But if I hear frequency sound or smells, Mm. that is how I feel like I connect most with spirit is through those two senses. So I think it's a good conversation to kind of like open up about how we all have different senses and like maybe we just need to start experimenting with those 
And absolutely. Yeah. Daniela, do you have a psych a strong psychic sense? I don't know. I mean, so when Mariah was talking, it was, that was honest. I love it. Yeah. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. So it's like for me, I just know things. It's like I see people or I meet people or whatever. It's just like I know. I know something. And then and it's been really great because as as a business owner, right? You meet people a lot and it's just like it's so easy to like connect with people because you just have this inner knowing of like their vibe or like I don't know. I also sometimes think that this is like a trauma response from childhood that you just have to like learn how to read people, but that's another conversation. Mhm. Yeah. So um so All yeah. Of us here. But it's like I don't know. I just know things and it and I do sometimes know things about my own life that I again gaslight myself out of because I'm like that's not true. Like you need to chill. And then when it comes to like memories and like visions and stuff, it's usually tied to smell or like a sensory experience. It's like mm-hmm. and I get a lot of like deja vu. I just sometimes am in situations where I'm like, shit, I've seen this before. Or like, I've been here before. I've dreamt this before. And it happens to me a lot. And again, I'm like, no, it didn't. But I also think that it's like the earth sign in me that's like constantly trying to like make this a logical thing. Um, But it happens to me a lot. It's like, I just, I, I remember this one time that I like walked into a terrace and I'm like, I've seen this view before. I've been with these people before and I've felt this exact same feeling of like unease. And I was like, and I, and like two, three days before I had no idea I was going to go there, you know? Okay. What's the explanation to that though? Yeah. Like, like what's vu? the explanation? <laughs> just like, oh, I, I love deja vu. I think it's sometimes past life related as well. But it's reminding you you're in the right place at the right time and to just really pay attention. Because when you're having deja vu, what were you thinking when you had the deja vu? What were you thinking leading up to it? And then when it's happening, even when you're like, oh my gosh, I know these people in this terrace and this is weird. I've never been to this terrace, whatever. Mm-hmm. What was happening in your life that day? Oh, well, a lot was that? happening that day. <laughs> but So yeah. a lot of, yeah. Yeah, it's... That's so interesting that you say that because like in the moment, I did not know how important that day was going to be. Like all the… Interesting. Yeah. Like I did not know. I got the deja vu and I didn't really pay attention to it. I was like, well, you know, you're a little bit weird. Let's continue on. (laughs) And I didn't mention it to the people that I was with because they would have been like, you're crazy. And then of course, a lot of things ended up happening. And now that I'm looking back, I'm like, obviously this was a sign. Like this was an wow. obvious sign that something was going to happen. Yes, absolutely. And sometimes you can get deja vu in really random moments, like just by yourself. Yeah. You know, and but still it's it's a message. It's a strong message from spirit. It's a past life memory meeting a new life memory. It's predestined. So definitely. Of course it was predestined. Damn yeah. It. And... <laughs> and what you were describing, to just double back, you were describing what's called claircognizance, which a lot of earth signs have, which is clear knowing. So it's the hardest of all of the clairs because you really have to trust yourself and not second guess it because people who have claircognizance usually do have more pragmatic brains. So 
that being of said, course. when that um, hit of intuition comes, just know it's in that moment and it's your truth, regardless of your brain thinking it's not. And Mariah, you said clear smelling, which is a very rare, uh, a rare uh, clear sense, which is when you smell something that is a memory or an intuitive hit. But you also said you hear, which is clear audience, which is like your strongest, which I also have as well when I hear spirit. Um, But you can have a mix of all of them. One of them can be stronger at some parts of your life. You can develop another clear. I think everyone has the ability to tap into every single clear sense. Uh, When I first started, I was mostly clairvoyant because I was seeing ghosts. (laughs) And I realized this is freaking scary. I don't want to do this anymore. Ghosts, if you want to communicate with me, you can talk to me. You know, So right now it's almost like a little telephone. They talk to me, but I still get you know, imprinted images in my brain. So that will happen. But yeah, you can have different clear senses. Sometimes I get clear sentience where I feel something like with your grandma, for example, my head, mm. you know, I kind of felt the tightness, but she said she had a stroke. So anyway, there's lots of ways you can tune into your intuition and your clear senses because there's, you know, so many ways you can develop your psychic senses. So you're in control, right? Like you can totally, you can yeah. just say, I don't want this. <laughs> yes. Which is what I learned, right? I was like, I don't want to see dead people walking around. I worked at an elementary school that was from the 1800s oh. and it was like a hotbed for activity. And I would be but. like teaching and seeing these like war, like men, walk, soldiers walking around in like war outfits. Like, I don't know if it was like World War One, Two. I don't know exactly what it was, but they would walk around and interrupt class. Oh my like, God. Are you here? You know, and it was like terrifying. I was like, but they weren't ever, you know, malicious or anything. They were just on the grounds. And so I would see them walking around, you know, like I would see a group of kindergartners and I'd see these soldiers walking through. <laughs> oh I was my like, God. what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> so did they look three dimensional? Cause I feel like when I imagine yes. a ghost, I imagine it like holographic or like you can see through it. Like that's what we to see. To me, it was movies. just like you and me. I'm like, oh, I wow. just see them as people. Yeah. Wow. But you know, you know, it's not because the way that they move and walk is very different than a human being. They like glide almost. Do they talk? So they would talk to me telepathically. Okay. So I would hear them. So I already had some clear audience. Um, so yeah, wow. there's definitely Freaky. been times with ghosts and seeing ghosts at inopportune times. Like one time I was in the bedroom, saw a ghost <laughs> in the closet when I was... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's what are you so doing scary situations like that? oh my god <laughs> I was like what the heck you know and <laughs> it was hard to remain focused <laughs> and this was like a new guy I was dating oh my right god. so no, try to explain that afterwards. to the guy just like wait a sec wait I did <laughs> I had to I was like your downstairs neighbors uh lost Lost like the, uh, it was a man. <laughs> and I was here downstairs late. He was lost her husband and a father because there's a little girl down there. He's like, how did you know that? I was like, because he's here. Watching us. <laughs> like Watching a perf. Oh my God. But, yeah. And he was like. That is so creepy to know though, that we're always uh-huh. being watched. Uh-huh. I mean. Thank God. I don't want. Senorita. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. There's, there's things. In Spanish. In Spanish, I 
Spanish. Poor. In Spanish. Oh my god. See, here's the thing. But what's really sweet is the guy. He was open minded. Thank God. Um, but afterwards. I like went to the bathroom or whatever. And I was like, calm down. Like, oh my gosh, I was telling him to leave. And then I ended up telling the dude, right? And then he got like the cleansing stick or whatever he had. And he was speaking in Spanish to the guy, like move on, go home. Oh my God. Like in broken Spanish. Oh my God. That's hilarious. Okay, that's probably one of my favorite stories now. Yeah, like (laughs) we could just do a full episode of like weird anecdotes with ghosts. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, I'm just, I feel like I'm still reeling from my grandma just like deciding to interrupt this. I'm just like, of course you would. I don't know. I'm just like, this is wild. I can't wait to tell my mom about it. (laughs) Yes. And you'll have to find out who Kathy is. Yeah. Does your mom (laughs) say that she, like, does your mom have senses? Like, can she? My mom also is like, just knows things. But I feel like Mm. most moms, like, I have this theory and like, I don't don't know if you're a mom. Steffi, are you a mom? Mm -mm, mm -mm. No. I feel like when we give birth, we like instantly, like if we're not connected to like the spirit realm, we end up like somehow being connected because it's like moms have this like weird sixth sense that like they can't explain. Even if they're not woo-woo, they just know things. It's the mother's intuition. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, it's this whole thing. And she has that and it's, and it's wild. She's rarely wrong about things and she doesn't share every single time, which I used to get upset about. I was like, see, you're telling me you told me so, but you didn't tell me. But like, I don't know. She she gets freaked out a little bit when it comes to my grandma because she knows that my grandma would be around. Like, and of course she's like, but I want her to be resting. You know, I want her to chill. And I'm like, she's chill. She's just more around than you know. Like, I don't know. She just communicates every time she can. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Can we talk about spirit guides and the <laughs> difference between… Yeah. Our ancestors, because our ancestors are our spirit guides, right? Yes. So spirit guides are assigned with you at birth and you have lived a past life with them. So in a way, they are your ancient ancestors for sure. Your passed away loved ones can be guides, but they're not your assigned spirit guides. Spirit guides understand your karma in this lifetime. They understand your goals. They understand your challenges. They're like the parents you've never had, well, at least for me, because my parent Whoa. relationship is like very toxic. Um, but whenever <laughs> I think of my spirit guides, I think of the most loving, calming, guiding forces. And so when I really need help, I'm stuck on a career decision or do I take this offer or do I go on this trip? I mean, it could be something very mundane, but more normally I consult them in big decisions. I just say, is this a part of the path? And will you please show me the karma if I choose this? And if I don't choose this, show me a different way. So I talk to my guides, angels, you are also assigned an angel or several at birth, depending on what your life choices will be. Because sometimes we do pick choices in life or life paths or a certain life journey that's more difficult karmically, (laughs) which I'm sure all three of us are on because we have anxiety. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But your angel really steps in during 
divine moments. So yeah, it could definitely be divine moments like we hear about, you know, car crash or or maybe again, I I got off the plane at that exact moment. That could be an angel intervention, but angels also touch you in moments of happiness. And when you're celebrating at your wedding, at your first birth of your child or your milestones. So they're always protecting and loving you, but it's on a different frequency. So when you really need to tap into that angel energy, it's like, I need your assistance. Whereas spirit guides, it's like, I'm kind of stuck. Can you help me? And then your passed away loved ones, it's like they're always around and they're always hanging out, but they still got the same personality they got in spirit. So if they were stubborn or sorry, at life. So if they're stubborn in life, they're going to be stubborn in spirit. (laughs) That's so funny. But like, okay, so how do you know? I'm like, I don't need to know, no, but I would like to know. Like, do you, how do you know, like, who your assigned angels are? Like, you know, how? Through strengthening your intuition. Uh, (laughs) That makes sense. (laughs) And connecting to your soul. And you can do that through many different ways. But I also think psychotherapy helps. I think grounding helps, shadow work, inner child work, meditation energy healing, Reiki, you know, anything and everything Mm. spiritual can open you up to be, you know, an open vessel and communication with your guides. Gotcha. See, I feel most connected. I don't feel as connected to my spirit guides. And I think because I haven't been looking at them in a way where like, I've looked at angels for so long because I grew up Mm -hmm. being like Catholic Christian, And my grandma gave me a deck, uh, an oracle deck of like angel cards from like a very young age that I've been working with and I still have. And it's like my favorite deck ever. And it's the best because I feel like I've been working with it since childhood. Oh my gosh. Um, It's it's so powerful when I use that deck. So I feel like I kind of neglect my spirit guides and I talk more with angels. I'm very, very connected with them. And I feel like I feel their energy more and it mm-hmm. just feels like protection. That's totally. the best way to describe it. And it's possible to have a stronger relationship with angels. Some people do, but I don't know. I want to kind of question you saying that you're not close with your spirit guides because you were nudged to do this podcast. Who knew if that was a spirit guide right. saying like, Mariah, are you going to do this podcast? Right. Or when you were behind me, what nudged you to say, hey, what's up? Like, I want to mm. meet you. It could have been a spirit guide. I think I just haven't been looking at it that way. Totally. Because I look I look at those nudges as like my higher self. Yeah, and that could be it too. But your higher self is communicating with your spirit guides at all times. Okay. Oh my God. Well, now I'm excited to start trying to talk to them more. <laughs> yeah, just open up dialogue. It's It's so simple. It's way more simple than we complicate it in this human journey. But mm-hmm. you talked to them and had a little like session saying, this is what my life's going to be like. This is when I'm going to need you. And when you go off your path a little bit, because you have free will as a human, they're there to guide you through that and either get you back to where you need to be, or they will support you on this new journey, even if it means going off your karma a little bit. Mm. Wow. Wow. That's a whole other thing that we have not talked about. <laughs> but be three parts. We get it. We get it. <laughs> So like, okay, so in a session with you, for example, like, could we ask you this sort of thing? Like- To connect to guides? 
Yeah. And like what, like just sort of like, because I'm, I mean, I'm like, I'm just asking for a friend. I'm like, I don't like, I have, I don't, I think that I've connected with my higher self and like, I, I'm like besties with her at this point, but like with like my spirit guides and stuff, not so much. And I think that like, maybe other people are going through the same thing. Like, do you relay messages from them? Yes. So all the time. I think (laughs) your spirit guides are talking to my spirit guides and that's how I'm giving psychic messages. When I'm Mm -hmm. doing psychic mediumship messages, I'm only talking to your passed away loved ones. But yeah, so for example, I gave you uh, like little things that your grandmother would think or say or how she passed and stuff like that. But- and then Mariah and I have had a few sessions together. If I'm channeling something that's about to happen, that's usually coming from your guides. Oh. Does that make, yeah. Is that yes. clarification? Oh my God, Steffi, okay. can we talk about this too? Um, I think a year ago it was, you gave me a reading and you were encouraging me to like experiment with flowers. Do you remember yes. that? You were like, yeah. I'm seeing flowers like, like, maybe like experiment making flower crowns, but I'm just like seeing flowers everywhere. And I had no idea what that meant, but I was like, you know, maybe it's just something aesthetically that I need to incorporate more into my life. And hello, we're here, the Art of Blooming mm-hmm. podcast, which I, I now I'm like, you know what? My spirit guides definitely gave me the name of this podcast because it came like so strong. It was just like, I was writing that's another way. I co- I feel like I communicate with my spirit guides now. Yeah, automatic it. writing through writing because I was writing down just a bunch of stuff and a bunch of names, and it just like yep, like flowed on the paper without sure really, your like, thinking about it. And it made so much sense when she like brought it up. I was like, yes, that's the name, done. And you put yeah. the flowers on your cover art. I saw that. Yeah, I was like, wow. Yeah. So flower and flowers are the theme of this podcast because of the symbolism with them and like Mm -hmm. death and rebirth and just the constant evolution of the soul and everything that we learn along the way. So Mariah, have you seen a lot more bees than normal? Because there was a bee that was trapped in my window right now when you were talking. And I heard spirit guides say that either that's a sign from symbol from them or you need to pay attention to them more. Oh my God. Okay, last week I was reading about bees just randomly. And um, I was reading about how, cause I was, okay, backtrack. I was spending a lot of time like out, outside in nature when we, Jack and I went to um, visit his parents in Columbus, Ohio. They have this like beautiful backyard. And so every single day I was out in that backyard working and there were all these bees and I would just like look at them. Like they're so cute. And like, I- I just had this like affinity for them, like all of a sudden. And so I was reading about the symbolism because I'm always like, I feel very connected to like um, animals and Mm -hmm. bugs and all those kinds of, I feel like I get a lot of messages through them. And so um, I was like reading into the symbolism and um, I learned that they are like a very, very high frequency, Mm -hmm. like bees, like the humming sound that they make, like that is like such a high frequency and it's healing. So like being around bees is like so re-energizing and healing and cleansing for your soul. And yeah, so it's just, it's just one of those weird things that I've been like randomly researching or now whenever I see a bee, I'm like, oh, I wish I could just pet it. It's so cute. That's so interesting. Well, that's why they wanted to reiterate that. That's a spirit messenger. And you're going to see a lot more. And now you're going to be like, thanks guides. 
But the fact that when you were talking, this bee got caught in between my screen and my window that's closed. And now I don't see it anymore. Wow. Interesting. (laughs) Okay. You know what? I know what the message was there. And then a butterfly just flew by too. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. My spirit guides are definitely talking to me right now. They're like, okay. Yeah. They're like, um, yeah, they're just like, (sighs) oh my God, this is so weird. I feel like this was almost like my first experience of like really just differentiating what spirits sound like and my hands like trembling. They're funny. Wow. They're like, you're so silly. Like mm-hmm. we talk to you all the time. Like, what are you talking about? Like yes. we're here. The All the insects that you love and admire every day when you're outside, like that's us. And like, we're talking to you and you have all these epiphanies when you just sit and stare at nature. Yes. Like we're talking to you all the time. Like all your curiosities, all your, your creativity. Now they're really, they're just uh-huh. really showing me. Yeah. You have Whoa. a spirit guide that's a young male. And I, it's weird. I want to say in a past life, you were brother and sister. Do you have a brother in this lifetime? Mm-mm, only child. Interesting. I actually feel like you guys were twins in a past life. I don't know if you have Interesting. a connection to twins, but it's a younger soul spirit guide. And he is full of life and he's goofy and he plays pranks all the time. <laughs> so He's like, stop being so serious. Let's enjoy some fun. But he will be playing some pranks on you. And he has in the past. He's like taking credit for certain like lights flickering or things in your home or whatever. But he's- That's so funny. Oh my God. Like shutting cabinets or leaving cabinets open. I don't know. He's like taking credit for weird things happening in your in your place. Wow. Wow. That's okay. I'm now I'm going to start paying attention to that because I always just blame those things on my partner. <laughs> <laughs> Because Jacks vary that energy too. Interesting. I almost feel like he's because taking credit for also pulling in Jack as well. I got that too. Mm-hmm. I just got that mm-hmm. message. That's mm-hmm. so sweet. Because Jack, oh my God, wait, I feel like I'm getting so many messages all of a sudden. <gasps> Good. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> this is like he's a like, masterclass. <laughs> holy shit. Okay. When you said the serious thing, I felt like all of a sudden, so yesterday Jack was like being so embarrassing, like in public. And he was just like being goofy, doing like high kicks in the air on the street and like just dancing. And I was just like not in the mood. And I was like, you're so obnoxious. Like I was being so mean to him. Like I was totally dimming his light Um, because I was like so embarrassed. And I feel like the message that I just got was like, just lighten up, like lighten the fuck up, like stop being so embarrassed and like. Jack is in my life to like show me how to be more silly and to be playful and to be weird because I feel like when I'm in that energy, like I'm the, I'm more me, like I'm connected to childhood energy. And a man who can do a high kick. Hold on to him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. He's so funny. He's so funny. Wait, that's so interesting. Okay. I've never felt connected to like that type of a spirit guide. And I've never thought of it that way. I actually don't think he has been your main guide. I think he's a secondary guide. I feel of, actually, you have a lot of female spirit guides. He's like one of your only male spirit guides. Well, that's fun. Interesting. But anyway, he just came forward. He came forward really quick and like showed himself and he was like literally wearing suspenders. Like he's young. I was oh like, are you wearing God. Oshkosh Badash? Like, what are you wearing? <laughs> She's like, I wow. understand. You know what's really interesting oh. too? Sorry, are you open for messages? Because uh-huh. I'm going. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. I'm so ready. 
I actually think your your most recent past life happened in the 70s. And I think, yeah, it was interesting. I love the 70s. It's my favorite yep. era. I always yep. talk about if yep. I could live in any era, it'd be the you 70s. Did. Yeah, he was your he was your twin or or it was a younger brother, very close in age. But you had an accident that happened that was a total freak accident. I don't know if you oh my gosh. Are you afraid of crossing the street? Did you get hit by a car? Oh my God, that's so interesting. I'm always like, when I cross the street, I feel like I am. Um, Jack always crosses the street so boldly and I'm always like, stop. Like, I always get like, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, he's going to hit you. I always say that to Jack. Mm-hmm. But you, only when I'm with Jack. That's so weird. Because maybe he was there when it happened, you know? Yeah, and I've always felt, I don't know. I feel like I keep getting the message about Jack being so important to this connection because I, when I first met Jack, I was like, he's my brother. Like, it's so weird. It's so weird to say that. But I've always felt like Jack and I were brother and sister in a past life. So I don't know if Jack that maybe sense, was also though. there. He probably was. Like a there. That's yeah. wild. And it's, for me, I mean, I definitely had clients who have incarnated pretty quickly, but for you to incarnate so quickly, I mean, you were born in the 90s and you passed in the 70s. You were around for most of the 70s though. I think that's why you're so connected. And you had a lot of the same interests and themes that you have in your life now that you didn't get to live out because you died younger. Maybe that's why I always feel like I'm running out of time. Like I feel so in a, I feel in a rush. You died when you were around like nine or 10. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Cause I always feel like in such a rush to get this mission. I like feel like I came in with such a strong yeah. sense to like figure that, figure things out like quickly. Yes. And that happens a lot of times when uh, people pass away and at their most recent past life young. I died in my most recent past life when I was 27. So when I hit 27 in this lifetime, the hypochondriac went like nth degree. I was like, oh, I'm not going to live. I literally felt in my soul that I was going to die. I was like, okay, this is my last couple of days. I turned 27. And then I realized through, you know, channeling and my own inner work that it's because that's the exact age I died in my past life. So that could be for you dying at nine, 10 years old. And again, it was some random thing where you like just didn't look one way and you got hit. And then I'm hearing it wasn't instant either. Like there was complications. Mm-hmm. And so there also that also can bleed into your life of like questioning a lot of certain things. So anyway, that's just mm-hmm. what I'm wow. hearing. I don't know if that resonates with you, but it's something I was just Definitely. showing. Was I a male or female? Female. Okay. Yeah, I feel I feel like I've been female for a while. You've been female for a minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were definitely, definitely female. That. Yeah. That's wild. I I always felt the same like the same way about like being female or being very femalely, like very like, you know, I always say that if I was born a man, I'd be the gayest man there was. <laughs> <laughs> But that's, I'm just shook with just listening to you guys. I'm just like, wow, this is crazy. Yeah, I've never, I've, I've, it's funny because I always wanted to know more about past life stuff. And I felt like every time I had a reading with somebody, that stuff didn't come up as much. It was like other things, things that were like happening right now in the present that I needed to know. Interesting. So yeah, that 70s past life is a huge influence on your life today. Interesting. So I can like, 
now having that in my conscious awareness, try and like work with that and ask spirit a little bit more. Sure. Yeah. About that, if, right? it, if it will help you in this moment, but I think you just channeled mm-hmm. a few messages already, you know, about your connection with yeah. Jack and the spirit guide coming yeah. through. But what I'm hearing mostly about that 70s life is you were really inquisitive and wanted to learn a lot and you're really deeply connected to music and fashion. So I could even see you like in your bedroom, like sewing and you were knitting and you were putting together, you know, outfits for your dolls. Like you were really ahead of your time. So I think being a creator in this lifetime is your gift. Those are all the things I love to do now. Like from a very, very early age, like I wanted to be on stage singing, like I wanted to be a pop star. I wanted to be in, I mean, I did it all. I did musical theater. I performed in show choir and then I went to fashion school. And oh, what you did? Like, did I know that? Maybe not. I went to, yeah, I went to the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising. I worked in retail for like almost eight and a half. Yeah. Eight and a half years. Okay. I think I might've done some of that, but not all of it. <laughs> yeah. I don't talk about it that much, but um, yeah, I'm I'm starting to get brought back to all of that. I felt like when I opened up to the spiritual world, I was like, I need to be a channeler, an intuitive, a Reiki healer. And now I'm like, wait, but I love dancing. I love music. Like I want to sing. I want to dance. I want to teach people how to dance but I also love fashion and I want to like be a fashion icon. And so I'm like, I'm just going to do it all. I'm just you gonna should. Like- and you can, who says you can't be all those things. I'm a man, Jen. So I'm like, I really believe that you could be everything. <laughs> oh yeah. But, but yeah. truly, I don't think you should limit yourself to just one gift. I think you're meant to, sh- if you're meant to share it, it will find a way. Yeah. And I think that's helpful for a lot of people to hear because Mm-hmm. You know, we go to school, we pick a career, and we're so focused on that one. And we lose sight of a lot of the things that just make our heart just feel so full of joy. Mm-hmm. And then when we kind of rediscover those things that we were always passionate about as a child, and we find that joy again, it's like, wait, this is this is it. This is how I should feel. Because then work flows doesn't like you don't hit that resistance with mm-hmm. it. And so like that's now I'm trying to be like okay, how can I start to use that joy to guide me? Right, just baseline what makes you happy? You're here to live a human experience that's full of joy even though it's hard <laughs> a lot of the times and it's sad mm-hmm. or challenging, but you're not meant to be challenged all the time. You're meant to live a life that you enjoy. Mm-hmm. Easier said than done. Right. Right. <laughs> Especially for people like us who feel things a little deeper. It can definitely be yeah. hard to tap into what we want when we're so attuned to what everyone else wants around oh, us. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole mm-hmm. journey of, of you know letting go of people pleasing has definitely been hard for me. But the more and more mm-hmm. I just tune into what I want, things come to me quicker. And what is that, Steffi? What brings you joy? Oh my gosh, same thing as you. Like I love singing and dancing and performing. You know, I, I'm a theater major, love musicals. Um, I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. That's amazing. Uh, I'm also a screenwriter. So I wrote, what? Uh, I actually channeled a few scripts 
and they've placed in festivals and things like that. But wow. Oh my gosh, there's so many things I love doing. Um, just music, hanging out with friends. I used to love karaoke before COVID. <laughs> I do too. Oh yeah, isn't it fun? It's I'm not so good, but I'm, it's fun. I'm going to have that at my wedding. I just oh my, decided. Yes. Hell yes. Yeah. That sounds definitely. great. Like add it so to the fun. list. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, off so, air, I want to hear all about your wedding. Um, okay, yeah. <laughs> Well, how about you, Daniela? What brings you joy? Yeah. Well, well, well. Um, so this podcast brings me a lot of joy. It's I feel mm-hmm. like connecting with people in general just like makes me so happy. Like with the right people. Let's add that little like no. Um <laughs> but like, yeah. I love connecting with people. So that's like just like engaging in like really interesting conversations is like I think just brings me so much joy. But like mostly music and like anything that like lets me like express myself creatively. So lately it's been music. Um, Other times it's been painting, um, writing, just, you know, trying to like figure myself out through that. Um, It's just been like the outlet, you know, trying to be like, you know, I think that again, going back to the anxious piece, it's so difficult sometimes to sit with your feelings and like, I think that the things that I love that bring me joy have been the gateway to feeling those feelings. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, it's, it's, yeah, just music, art, all things pretty. I think that I've come to this (laughs) lifetime to live a very like beautiful life with like lots of color, you know? And like, Mm. yeah, it's like very like artful Mm -hmm. and I can't escape it. Even if I wanted to have like a practical quote unquote life, it's just like art would just like reappear and like tempt me into living the life that I'm supposed to live. So Mm. I was going to say that's a Leah rising. Of course. Mm -hmm. Ruled by the sun and all things creative. Yes. And like being seen and like Mm -hmm. having fun and, you know, being bright. That's like the thing. And that's why Danielle and I have so much in common because we're both <laughs> yeah. Leo Risings and we both have that same. And you too, Steffi. Like, it's so interesting to hear that, like, all three of us love the arts and performing and being seen and creativity. So, like, the connection mm-hmm. between I, that and being tapped in. I think creativity is so divine. I think it's from a greater source than us because mm-hmm. when you're really in your flow— that is an intuitive moment, you know? Yeah, and it feels channeling. so good to be creative. And you can be creative in so many ways. Like sometimes I'm creative when I'm cooking or sometimes mm-hmm. when I'm like even doing chores around the house or on a walk, you know? The second that you listen to your intuition and say, I'm going to turn left instead of turning right, that's kind of creative because mm-hmm. you're going off your beaten path. So you can be creative by doing things that isn't just like, oh, I'm painting because like I'm not a good painter, right. but I love to paint, yeah. right? So right. You can, it's like yeah. creatively thinking solutions. Yes. Right. Creative like problem solving. Thinking outside. Yeah. Oh my God. Exactly. Like what I we had to do that. at the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh my Which God. Which is still so, I knew we were going to know why that was happening. Yes. Also like quick question and then we can like close the podcast. Like, can you ask <laughs> your guides for a boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> Totally. You can ask your guides for anything. But are you doing it in the highest good? Or do you want a boyfriend? Like, I think you need a little more clarity on the why. 
on the Y. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. She she just nailed it. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's more of like being bored and wanting attention. I just like dropped no. it like it's hot. Yeah, but hey, yeah. I love that transparency. But <laughs> maybe think about what a partner could elevate to your life, like spiritually, or why you'd want someone there in ways that would fill up your soul. Because otherwise, it's just another person in your life that's taken up time. Wow. Wow, so true. That's, yeah. Shit, man. That was Even friends, too. It's like, you want really great friends, but maybe sometimes friends can take from you or energy vampires. Like, you never know. You know? You're so connected. I'm just, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to say that she is the real deal, guys. And you need to like <laughs> book with her ASAP. Like, where can we find you? <laughs> I loved this conversation. I'm happy we finally did it. It all worked out. Spirit has a great yes. sense of humor. So for your listeners, I wanted to offer a little special discount. I offer a intuition course which everything we talked about is just like a taste of what I teach. It's a seven-day self-paced course where you dive into your intuition and I do spiritual homework (laughs) and like creative, very creative ways to, uh, and games also to tap into your intuition because I love games. So I found like different ways to incorporate that. But anyway, for your listeners, if they want 15% discount off the Awaken Your Intuition course, uh, the code will be BLOOMING on all caps. So cute. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Thank you, Steffi. Yes, I hope. I mean, I just hope everyone or everyone who feels called to do that and even outside of the course or anything, just connecting to your intuition is so important. And when you are connected to your intuition, things become a lot easier. You really become in your flow and your life just kind of makes more sense. So just do it. Do it for you. (laughs) 1,000%. 1,000%. And so... um, Because when I first got a reading with you, you were doing different readings. So now you have new services, new offerings. Can you explain a little bit more about what we can, how much of you we can get? Yes. So I actually had to close my wait list for channeling sessions. I'm on a two-year wait, but I actually am developing my community on TikTok (laughs) and I do live mediumship. Um, oh my gosh, live mediumship mm-hmm. sessions for groups on TikTok Lives. And I've done quite a few cool. of them. So you can catch me on TikTok and hopefully I can connect with you there. Or I also do natal chart readings, which is very intuitive as well. I go into a lot of karmic stuff. I channel past lives sometimes in those readings too, yes. or sometimes spirit steps forward. I can't help it. I also do astrocartography readings, aura readings, uh, transit readings, Go on my website. I, I give a little Everything. a little fun flavor for whatever you're in the mood for. <laughs> yes, she does it all. <laughs> so amazing to talk to you. I'm so happy we had you. And like, I'm just, I feel like I'm going to dream of my grandma tonight. Like this is, <laughs> this has been so sweet. Thank you so she much. She helped shepherd the session. So <laughs> yes, she did. For sure. Strong energy. It was a pleasure. And I'm so proud of you both. I love your cover art. I love your connection. I love everything oh. you're doing. I love your conversations you have with people. It's just such a beautiful podcast. So congratulations. And I can't wait Thank to watch you, you soar. Thank, Thank you so much, you. Steffi. We love you. Love you too. Bye.